I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Game of Thrones. The Walking Dead. Westworld. No, that's the West Wing. West, West World. There we go. There have been many podcasts which seek to analyse the complexities, the depth, the plot lines, the hidden story arcs, the beauty of these productions. Quite simply, the world doesn't need another one, which is why we're applying that level of discussion to the bottom of the televisual barrel and scraping it with a weekly celebration of The One Show. Welcome once again. Hello, it's the The One Show show, the podcast that casts its pod right up the arse of The One Show, out of off of BBC One, and wonders aloud as to its existence, trying to answer the age-old philosophical question, if The One Show were to be on a television in a forest and no one was watching it, would it make a sound? Yes, it would. It would be playing a film about that forest, or the sea, or a fucking pine martin, or single-use plastic. Alone to the UK tree of the year. Here we are then, going through it all like a parasitical worm swimming up a penis in a dirty river. I am John Holmes, and this week, Boris Becker eats a banana, an avocado tastes like the floor, and Jesus sits in a skate park. Joining me to pick through the carcass of it all is regular The The One Show show dog, Mark Haynes, and writer, performer, and an angry masterpiece. According to the Radio <laughs> Times, uh, it's Nat Tapley. Hello, Nat Tapley. How Hello. are you? How are I'm very you? well, thank you. How are you? Course, I didn't clap anyone else. I feel bad now. I'm not having a floor to do It's been noted. Okay. Angry Masterpiece? Oh, it was just a bit of shouting I did on the YouTube. Oh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. they liked it. And right, they wrote a review of it. So I use, I've been using it for ten years. Excellent, non-stop. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube is over ten, ten years. Ago. Yeah, ten years. You were a YouTuber ten years ago. You were the future. I wonder what was the. First... I used to be the future. <laughs> I wonder what the first thing on YouTube was. It was Nat Tapley. Yeah, it was me being an angry masterpiece. Or Natella, as they called him then. <laughs> yeah. sort, of, sort of chocolatey. I very angrily put on some makeup. 
Uh, well, look, welcome. It's good to have you on. Thank of you. Course. Where did here. you? I mean, we, uh, this is a, a question I always like to ask because we like to, you know, gauge where we are. Mm. Do you watch the one show or did you just watch it for no, this? No, I just watched it for this. Of course you did. And I That's... binge watched it, and I don't think it's a program made for binge watching. <laughs> no, I think after two solid hours of the one show, oh yeah, you, you, you can just can want take to be the dead. Word binge out of that sentence <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> Still works. Which one did you? Uh, so I saw Monday, Monday, well, Tuesday. We probably start with that. Then. Yeah, I suppose we. Could I bailed start. on half of Wednesday. We could start. Well, everyone does. It's an hour long. Why yeah. would it? I think you know, looking in the eyes of the presenters, they bail about halfway through. <laughs> yeah, and it's worth saying this was one of the worst one show weeks on record. So dull. Mm. It was. Ap- Thanks for having me this week. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was really, really, really bad. Yeah, it was. I mean, there was an just... hour in the company of Carol Vorderman. Yeah, a cricketer. There and was one episode that was just talking to the EastEnders actor Jake Wood. Yeah. yeah. No I other did, guests. No other guests. No. I mean, it was so dull. And just when you think it can't get any worse, they'll say, well, thanks a lot, Jake Wood. And you go, oh, good, they're moving on. Yeah. And then they say the words, now, the Rickshaw Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> they said that happened on, I think that was Thursday's episode, wasn't it? Which mm. we will come to. But Monday's, I thought, could have potential. You know, when we talked about the Halloween didn't episode, have Alex Jones in. Well, yes. <laughs> when we watched the Halloween episode last week, mm. they put a lot of effort into that because it's Halloween, so they dressed it up in a, you know the spooky stuff. And yep. and I thought, oh, it's bonfire night, isn't it? It's the 5th of November. I think mm. they'll go to town on this. No. No. No, no. They had a bloke who swum round Britain. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the highlight of which was his salt tongue. Yeah, there salt were what's... chunks of tongue on my pillow, which I was just was a sentence I never want to yeah. hear again. What, what, what I think was upset tongue? a very small mafiosus. <laughs> <laughs> what salt tongue? That's if you Apart spend... From, obviously, the Jewish delicacy. <laughs> <laughs> if you spend, uh, as he did, uh, 157 yeah. days... In the sea around Britain, without touching land once, what happens is the salt rots your tongue away. And it, as Nat said, falls out on your pillow in the yeah. night. Going to bed and then having the, the chafing wounds basically stick to your bed sheets. Oh. So you'd sort of wake up and then be like, oh, not again. And then have to just rip it in off. Um, or salt tongue. So after Salt tongue? Yeah, yeah, it's... Um, it's a thing, Matt. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, 12 hours of, of salt water exposure, swimming 12 hours a day. Um, I woke up and there was... Yeah, I'm going to apologise for everyone watching that. There was, oh, have we got a picture, look? There was, Ross, now, yeah, there we go. So, that's, wow. that's salt tongue. And there was just chunks of my tongue on, on my pillow... Um, which I, say, I don't want you to stick it out necessarily now. No, is it, it's, is no it's OK now. Is it rep- OK? Yeah, it's yeah, good. It's good. <laughs> and then we had some pictures of that. I mean, mm. what, what did he think was going to happen, right? <laughs> do you know... Do you he just really you wanted to get on the one show. <laughs> a, man, a man who lives in the sea is a fish or dolphin, <laughs> right? That, that They're made to do it. There's no point. 157 days. Yeah, mm. yeah. And he, swam the, he went from Margate all around up to Scotland and back, and back down to Margate again. Uh, in 157 days, it was 1,792 miles. Yeah. And to be fair to him, that was an incredible thing to do. You know, this was a guy, he's now, he's broken like three or four records. Mm. He Saw his tongue. He's got, the, he's got the, saw his neck, the neck as well. His neck got mm. eaten away by the wetsuit at the back. So that was nice and The best to question at. you think to ask is, what did the water taste like? <laughs> to really rub in the tongue. <laughs> My tongue wasn't working, it's covered in salt. And then they had a discussion on the taste of seawater around Britain. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> So what, they call them sea flavours. Yeah, sea flavours. Right, right, that makes sense. Can I just ask you one final question? Which of the waters 
tasted best? Which part of the Yeah, yeah. So obviously, United 12 hours Kingdom. a day, you experience Great Britain coastline through, you know, not obviously looking, but tasting. Um, mm. The, I'm going to say Irish Sea tasted quite nice. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an emerald <laughs> colour. It's quite nice. Um, Scottish, Scottish Seas, water, yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Highland waters. Yeah. Um, Grimsby, Boris, if you're there, doesn't no. taste as nice. No, <laughs> it's like a branding exercise. It's Irish, and Irish has its own flavour. Yeah. Uh-huh. Potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Margates. <Or> condoms. <laughs> <laughs> and he said Grimsby was the worst. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, that, that actually sounds like the best thing. I didn't see anything half as good as that. Yeah, yeah it probably was. But only because he was so impressive at it. And then yeah. they did that thing. 23 though. million strokes, which I imagine is the same number that we have had by Brexit voters by 2020. <laughs> oh, God, it got so complex. They had Boris Becker as the guest, but not Boris to promote... Boris Boom Boom Becker. So, you're absolutely right. Yeah, that's the nickname. You know, Boris's nickname, Boris Boom Boom Becker. That's not his nickname. Not Boris fucking in a cupboard Becker. <laughs> or Boris Nazi Aslan Thank Becker. <laughs> Or as Boom Boom They didn't Becker. mention the cupboard fucking, did no, they? No, they didn't. They, didn't come up at they all. had so many opportunities to mention the cupboard fucking <laughs> as well. Because at one point they said, because Boris Becker was there, uh, as I said, he was only there to do a draw of tennis matches later on in the programme. He wasn't promoting anything. That was the dullest bit of television I yeah. think I've ever seen. That does they sound suggested very he brought boring. the rock and roll to tennis. And they said, <laughs> tell, tell us the origins of your nickname, Boom Boom. And even he looked like he yeah, hadn't heard it. Like, yeah. And I always think it's got to be something, I believe to do with something you just said to me. The <laughs> <laughs> noise when a cupboard door is shutting and opening repeatedly due to rhythmic thrusting. It's Boom Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and then they say, they said, breaking news though, uh, mm. we didn't the, the tennis draw. Uh, is it the ATP Cup or something? Something Possibly, to do with. I yes. don't know. There were letters involved. Yeah, it's something to do with top tennis players doing an indoors. Blah, 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 mm. yeah. Right? And then they said to him, well, uh, Nadal's out with a loose bone. And I thought, you're missing a joke. <laughs> yeah. You can say, like you in that cupboard, Boris. <laughs> like you with your loose bone out. I have a feeling that if we take that interview, we could continually, whatever he says, have the question, like you in that cupboard. <laughs> and I think every single time it's there, it might make sense. But then it, the, the reference I was, I was hoping for, the, the, the fireworks, I was hoping for stuff. And the only mm. thing we got at the top of Monday's show was, so later on we'll be meeting the man who swam around Britain, and we'll be meeting another member of the Rickshaw Challenge, oh. um, who promises to keep the pedals spinning faster than a Catherine wheel. Right, right. <laughs> that, Topical. Yeah. Well, there you and go. also, Probably not true. Unless it's going downhill and it's totally out of control. (laughs) Which we can only hope. (laughs) Was the bloke swimming around Britain for charity or is he just No, he was just doing it. Just mental. Yeah, 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 just as that. Yeah, records broken. But they were quite keen on the fact that he'd eaten 649 bananas. Which also sounds like another record. (laughs) Back in the cupboard, Boris. (laughs) Didn't Boris did eat the banana in the end, didn't he? Well, then they said, uh, why wasn't it 650? And he said, well, we only got to 649. You know, by the time we got back to Margate, and I was fucking sick of bananas. You would be. And then they brought out a banana. How many bananas are we on? No, keep swimming. We need one more banana. (laughs) just brought out a banana. There you go. We started a banana tally, actually, which I was... (laughs) This is the record I'm most proud of. So, uh, 157 days, um, 649 bananas. So <laughs> you couldn't get to the 650? No, no, I wanted it. I, I, there was a final one that I never got because the tide was quite bad at the end, so I had to swim quite hard. We like so. round numbers here. Uh, and then, he didn't look like he wanted it, obviously, but then they said to Boris, Bor- this is something I learned this week, Boris was the first tennis player to take a banana 
onto a tennis court. <laughs> Boris, apparently you were the first tennis player to start taking bananas on court. That's right. Uh, back in the day, the nutrition was a bit different <laughs> than it is now. And uh, doctors told me that the quickest way to get the magnesium back mm -hmm. that I, I lost the, well, the sweating was the banana. So I started mm -hmm. eating bananas. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> that, they've been lugging three course meals and he saw the convenience of the banana. <laughs> There's, uh, they had a, another section, I think it was on Tuesday, where they force-fed celebrities. Yes. They've been they, a they, week they, of... Avocado and, yeah. and pear yeah. were for Rylan and Ellie Taylor, who'd never eaten them before. No. So obviously yeah. they've which, got... Which was the, my favourite moment of the week, because he called a pear a sinister apple, <laughs> which I truly love. To very little reaction. Yeah. It was, the other thing that was bad this week, Aurea Duba did a bit of sort of comic business, mm. and it died on its arse. And there's very clearly, the room is not briefed enough as to what's happening. You have to do that thing where you say, guys, I know this isn't funny, but just make it sound like it laughs. Because if it dies on live television... Everyone is going to look like a twat. Yeah, mm. everyone looked like a twat. They did. They did. <laughs> oh, the is this on thing. Thursdays. Uh, he was doing about. a bit with Jake Wood. That's right. Who is an actor in EastEnders, and he said he'd won the weirdest celebrity crush. Yeah. four years in a row. And Aria Duba sort of will vote for you. We'll make sure we vote for you this year. Make it five. And then there was obviously a bit of business. Yeah. So he turned to another camera and said, "Well, well we're voting for you. In fact, yeah. actually, can, can everybody please vote for Jake <laughs> in the new year?" It is really important that you do. <laughs> it sat really uncomfortable because, A, there was no reaction and no. everyone was like, oh, he's already was, having a meltdown. There was one solo laugh yeah. from nothing, somebody in the background. That, know, that made it all sound that's worse. The best kind. There's, yeah. uh, there's nothing worse than a solo laugh because yeah. what it means is someone has recognised it as a joke and that means <laughs> everyone else has as well <laughs> and they've chosen not to laugh and someone else was being polite. Yeah. But also, he did, it sort of doesn't work because it's meant to be breaking the tone of the show to show you it's a joke, but that is the tone of the show to turn to a camera and go, please, yeah. do help, and, do vote. And they were doing the same thing, obviously, with children in need and the rickshaw <laughs> challenge all through. Is this the same sarcasm? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, am I supposed to laugh at this? <laughs> we're trying to get these deaf children a houseboat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm. <laughs> but yeah, it was a, it was a, it was, oh, it was a terribly. Ter there was a, the other awkward uh, moment for me this week was when they were talking about was the Ryland episode. We just yeah, about, and it was talking. They were talking about might be presenting supermarket sweep. Yes. Okay. So there were rumours that Ryland. Now I don't even know Ryland is right, I, but he's well, a we've freaky. We've established looking. this before yeah. because you, your yeah. sole understanding of what Ryland is is that you've seen him before on the one show. Yeah. And so in a much earlier episode, <laughs> you make it clear you don't, A, know who he is, or B, particularly like him. <laughs> I don't like him. No. Well, well, at least when I said, know who he is. I, like said, I think I would have liked the 90s. And I went, surely he's old enough to remember the... No oh, no, he's not. 1988 born. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's just... I find him really weird and disturbing. I he find was the him best kind presenter of... on that show. That I, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, but he's not, he's... No, 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 that's a relative measurement. <laughs> <laughs> But he's just weird, and his teeth are weird. But he knows that, so yeah. I kind of understand. Anyway, it, there's this whole thing about him because he's going to be on Radio Two. He's just taking Zoe Ball's gig on Radio Two or something. Yeah. Anyway, it was, it, we're talking about him possibly presenting Supermarket Sweep, which probably tells you about him all you need to know. Right. So um, they did that, and then as they were discussing it, the theme from Supermarket Sweep played under, didn't it? Played underneath. Yeah. As they were talking right. But did you notice the speed with which they had to fade it out mm. because of what was coming next? And there was a noticeable, non-subtle fade uh, when... Um, so they did that. Mm. Ha, ha, ha. Supermarket Sweep. Well, we look forward to that, Riley. We hope, we hope you get the gig. We hope you get to watch one Supermarket Sweep. Now, and then Matt goes, um, Sunday is Remembrance. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Now, I have taken a liberty here. Good. <laughs> to show you what would have happened if they hadn't faded the music out. Right? Now, with that Remembrance Day on Sunday, it's a time for many to pay our respects to the brave men and women who fought for us.
<laughs> I think that's what they were trying to avoid. <laughs> this this was a, a really bad show for Matt. And mm. was this the hour show? Yes. No. Oh, no, 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 no. This was Wednesday. No, no, was the hour, yeah. They all seemed like an hour. <laughs> this <laughs> one that was four days long. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but Matt had they had on Jamie Cullum, Rylan, yeah. and Ellie Taylor. Yeah. Uh, from the Mash Report. That's right. And everything that came up, it was clear that Matt had no working knowledge of it. Mm. So Rylan was talking about Big Brother it coming to an end. Yeah. And then Ellie Taylor was on the Mash Report, and he he asked a really bizarre question where he said. So you piloted it. Did you think it was going to be good? It's like a second <laughs> series. Yeah. And we have to say a huge congratulations on the success of The Mash Report, yes. which is back. Oh, yes, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. it's great. So we've had two episodes, uh, another one's out on Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah, really really pleased with how it's been going. And so you, you, cause you did the pilot and you had no idea of what the reaction was going to be like. No, not at all. Went... So we, we, yeah, we filmed the pilot and the, the audience reaction was immense when we did it. Yeah. And we, I think we all knew we were on something special. But then it got commissioned. We were really pleased. <laughs> Like was a long a time there, was no, there was nothing going on. Oh, was it the treatment to do? was written by someone. How do you feel? <laughs> was it difficult to, you know, is it difficult to come up with it because obviously it's got to be fresh that week? That's the like gr- easiest yeah. question to ask. But Matt began turning off. And you could see him really sort of like looking at the floor. Yeah. And I thought originally it was because he had to do that Remembrance Day link. And he was like, well, I'm not going to get involved mm. in fun because I'm going to be the serious one here. But it became apparent as it went on. It was like he was at a party. And he couldn't make a connection with anyone. And so he was just standing at the side. What was interesting but, about that as well was that the questions they asked the guest at the beginning. So Ryland, I learned from this that Ryland was from Big Brother. I had no idea. I, I, mm, I, yeah. I thought he came fully formed <laughs> <laughs> out of some kind of, some kind of dentist's convention. <laughs> Dentist's orgy. Um, but I, but, so I didn't know that because I've never watched Big Brother. So I don't know. But it turned out, and then they sort of, went to Jamie Cullum and Ellie Taylor. So they yeah. said to Ellie Taylor, um, uh, Ellie, uh, do you two watch it? And she, very tactful, just went, well, you know, it's, it's been a big part of telly. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, do you watch it? And he went, well, I remember the first one with Nasty Nick. No, you don't. You see, no. No, they don't. And you should have checked that yeah. before they came on. Yeah, and it was, it was apparent that I think Alex did sort of, she yeah. certainly, you know, had some working relationship with it. But Matt is... Sometimes when they talk about sex, Alex, you can see her panicking, just going, I want this to move on. And you could see Matt there just going, this is boring. When are we going to start talking about, you know, animal death? Whatever, (laughs) he's a farmer. He's a fan of. Or or my fucking rickshaw. (laughs) Hey, everyone, shut up. I want to talk about my rickshaw. It's been designed by McLaren. I'm so happy about that. So oh. are fucking pushchairs. Come on. And the difference between him on that show where he was talking to people about popular culture and the one where he was in the Channel Tunnel talking about his ritual. <laughs> it was night and day. Maybe he, he just w- loves tunnels. He's a big tube fan. <laughs> well, that's, that's like Katie Tunstall. She loves a tunnel. Yeah. I remember yeah, from a previous strange, show. Wasn't it? <laughs> from there, I haven't well, got her on there. <laughs> the day before on the Monday, he'd been over-presenting every link, which he didn't have to because you've got Gabby Logan there who knows what she's doing and is mm. a reason. He, you're not making up for Alex Jones anymore. You can calm down a bit. <laughs> Wow. And he was massively hyperactive about every link. It's funny. The things that he's interested in, he really goes over the top. The things he's he interested sw- in, eating he switches bananas. off. Yeah. There was a word. I, the word was excellent. So this, we got into this. There was a handbrake turn where they went from the Big Brother chat into... To, oh, I wrote this one down. <laughs> yeah. 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 Big Brother is yeah. a guilty pleasure. That's right. A bit like chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is. Well, like Big Brother, chocolate is a guilty pleasure for many of us. But maybe we won't have to feel quite so guilty in future. (laughs) (laughs) I do have that one. (laughs) I mean, Christ alive. 
Hi, I'm Julia Rayside, and I'd like to invite you aboard my podcast. Always There is the only podcast to navigate through every single episode in order of the 1980s seafaring soap opera, Howard's Way. I mean, if we're talking lacquer, we need to go back to Polly, who's got 28 cans of Elmet. It was definitely um, yeah. feeling horrible that you hadn't done your homework. Yeah. Obviously, Lynn is immediately in a bikini. It's, it's a freezing day in, I'm guessing, I was February. I that swing pool looks f***ing freezing. You don't have to love Howard's Way or even remember it. We're going to talk about it anyway, because I think it's brilliant. Jack still feels very much at sea. I can't help reaching for these puns. I'm so yeah, sorry. No, it's important. He doesn't really acknowledge how grave... What his... an ocean of trouble. Thank you. Is. This is why we got you on your there bloody screen. That's all I've got. I'm leaving now. Available from your usual podcast supplier. Find us on Twitter at AlwaysTherePod. Somebody's nicked my bloody boat. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This, also, the level of the, the investigative story. reporting here, they go, but does it taste any good? To find out, I asked the marketing director of Cadbury's yes. UK. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, to, to find out whether Pinochet's rule in Chile was uh, bloody or great, I asked Pinochet. <laughs> the answer the marketing director gave was, if people like it, it'll become part of the journey and we'll expand it across our portfolio. Yes. <laughs> That's not chocolate you're talking about, Miss She did three answers oh, and God. one of them started, well, from a technical perspective on the treat brand. Well, they seem to be happy with it, but are Cadbury going far enough with sugar reduction? Claire Lowe is Associate Marketing Director. Could it be more effective to just reduce the sugar of the original bar? So it doesn't replace our original Cadbury dairy milk, but we're offering choices, um, and choices that don't compromise on taste. The government have set food manufacturers' guidelines to reduce sugar by 20% by 2020. Is that doable? Is that achievable? You know, from a technical perspective, it's incredibly difficult to be able to do that, especially on a treat brand where taste is the most important thing. And if it's successful and the public like it, will it then be rolled out across all your range? If they like it, then absolutely it's part of a journey and we will look across the Cadbury portfolio and see what else we can do. What is this doing? I mean, you couldn't get more marketing speak if you tried, could you? It was Guys, I don't work for Cadbury. I don't have to watch in-house films by Cadbury's marketing director. Oh, yes, you do, because they've got to fill some time, and there's one on the shelf. Worth saying, I've never seen the, the journalist. I say journalist, that's yeah. strong. I've never seen the presenting man no, before. I've got, not, not only on telly, or, but, but on the one show. I've got written down, he looks like Frankenstein trying to piece together a jigsaw. <laughs> he looked like a boxer's son. And... I, Again, I began. I was watching this. I was thinking, does he work for Cadbury? 
Is this some kind of thing they've gone and going, we'd be more than happy to do this yeah. this piece about Cadbury reducing its sugar, so long as it's presented by Terry Cadbury. <laughs> a guy, not called Terry, that's a rival, surely. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big, it's a really big smorgasbord of all the chocolate things. I'm the presenter like of this Romeo piece. and Juliet. I'm, I'm Terry Roundtree Cadbury. <laughs> <laughs> he looks just like a Kinder Egg. I'm, I'm really on brand. <laughs> the um, bit when they were tasting it, so the mm. public, you're right. Journalism at its finest, right? They said we've got a one show exclusive. Yeah. yeah, members of the public are going to try this new chocolate. That is an exclusive to the one show. I mean, it's mm. shit to the rest of us. Yes, but that was an exclusive. What's the verdict, Tom? We'll start with you. Really nice, yeah. Just really smooth, really nice texture, really chocolatey. It does have a different taste. I think. I think it almost tastes like slightly more like chocolatey, like caramelly almost. Okay. I think that might be because of the less sugar. If you have the choice between that. And the normal chocolate bar, what would you go for? It'd have to be this one. It's exactly the same taste. And then we came back to the studio and it turned out Cadbury wouldn't have let them no. bring any of this new chocolate that they've magicked up out of the factory. Do you think when they did the taste testing in the film, which was taking place at Cadbury, yeah. there were a load of soldiers with rifles just out of <laughs> shot. So everyone's chewing this stuff and going, it tastes just as good as the original. <laughs> yeah. And you can hear the click of a, of a gun yeah. being taken off the safety. Talk about how it's good for our portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Expand your journey. And they, and they had to say, that, well, Nestle have been doing this as well. Mm. Uh, and here yeah. to tell us is Jim Nestle from... <laughs> <laughs> no, Nestle be new one uh, because Cadbury's wouldn't let have had one. So these are called Wowsums. I know. Thanks, Chris. Uh, well, Cadbury won't let any of their new bars out of the factory, but uh. this is another brand here with thirty percent less sugar. Oh. It's a Nestle uh, bar of chocolate. Have a go. Have a go. They're called okay. Wowsums. Wowsums, yeah. Wowsums, which, which sounds like something feeding. they normally say off the back of a film. <laughs> <laughs> you only get a film about pine martins Do or single-use plastic, and somebody goes. Wowsums. Do you get the feeling that Wowsums are their dog chocolate? By the look on everyone's faces as they tried yeah, yeah. to... Well, we do that safe chocolate for dogs. So, <laughs> well, should we just give it to people? Yeah, should we change the name? Don't bother changing the name. Eat your Wowsums, From Wowsums you scum. Wowsums. <laughs> Wowsums. Wowsums. And then, I love um, my bow, when, wow, Wowsums. Uh, <laughs> freaky Rylan, the sort of single-use plastic-faced man <laughs> was was trying a wowsum. Mm. It, it's like he didn't know how telly worked. Mm. I'm not suggesting you know, <laughs> he's not ready to present supermarket swing. But he said... Barely telly. He said, oh, it tastes like... And you could see in his head, how can I do products? They've been banging on about Cadbury's and Nestle. Yeah. And he goes, oh, it tastes like a a commercial chocolate that comes from a cow, if you see what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going, that's milk chocolate, yeah. Ryan. Yeah. You could say that. Yeah. You think that? I am. If you had the choice. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You should buy it. Yeah. I like it. It tastes like a, a commercial chocolate that I know. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah, it tastes like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. That's maybe comes from, like, a cow. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> 
don't they all? I did spend about ten minutes de- trying to decode it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I missed everything I, else I that thought, happened in the episode. I thought he Does was he probably referring milker? to Milky Bar. Oh, Milky Bar. No, I, I think really? it might have been like... Milky Bar. I don't yeah. know milk. Does he think that were... comes directly out of a cow? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I look, look, I, I, I'm not here to do the hard work for wowsums. continually <laughs> go on about it. But they did look like they were white chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Rather than um, chocolate. chocolate or milk yeah. chocolate. They look, So I think he was going, that's basically a Milky Bar, isn't oh, it? Oh, right. But he had that, he, you're right. I mean, he tried, he was being a pro, but it was a thing where... Just say Milky Bar. It's not yeah. like people, you know, it's not a Milky You're Bar. You're eating a Nestle's Wowsum. Yeah. You're probably allowed yeah. to say Milky Bar. It, it, I think Milky Bar is Nestle anyway. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. It, just, it, it used just to be called strange. Nestle's, can I just say that, when yeah. I was a kid. You know, this Nestle shit. Yeah. Right, it's Nestle's But that doesn't Milky fit. The, it's Nestle Milky Bar is the song. Nestle's well, Milky, Milky Bar, Bar. Oh. was the song. Oh. No, it wasn't. I don't think it was. I think it was. <laughs> it was Nestle's. It wasn't. It was definitely Nestle's is, when I was a kid. This is another thing where it's your region <laughs> beginning to change things to make you not look worldly wise. I'm sure it was They'd Nestle's. always be able to tell that you were from your part of the world, wherever you were, because you'd go, hello there, may I have a Nestle's a Milky Bar? cake and a Nestle's Milky Bar. <laughs> <laughs> I am convinced, people will write in, I'm convinced it was Nestle's before it was Nestle. I, I certainly, it became Nestle, didn't it? Because all the news reports about them selling their powdered milk mm. in the yeah. uh, developing that's world. probably what it did that's taste right. like that's probably <laughs> they're now making it into wowsums for the third world <laughs> wowsums um, they were on Rylan and Ellie Taylor to promote a new show that I haven't seen but called I'll Get This which is a yeah. it, it's essentially just a celebrity dinner party yep. Yep. but they have to do some games and then the person who loses the challenges within the dinner party has to pay for the dinner yeah. and it was a very awkward but genuinely they were very keen mm. to say the, the celebrity genuinely has their credit card there and they have to pay and there's a little awkward moment when Ryland went to me like well you know it was only 600 quid yes <laughs> you eat beautiful food I mean you've got the whole menu to choose from but there is a catch here Ellie do you want to talk us through how yeah, this so thing works yeah so there's a new works? show on BBC2 tonight yeah. at 10 and yeah. it's where a group of celebs and me and Ryland um, go out <laughs> for dinner and uh, you can, we play silly games and you compete to not have to pay the bill. Yeah, but okay. it's like it's a genuine thing where we all have to put our credit cards in. The risk was on, wasn't it? It was full-on risk. And can I just say, you genuinely have to pay the bill you if really you lose. You really do. It's, it's like, like a, a TV thing. thing. The credit card was in, the overdraft extended. What was that? Five, six hundred quid, I think. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, but uh, throughout the series we've heard there's been quite... Well, Uh, you say that, we'd been told... I mean, hark at me, that's not a lot. It it is a lot. (laughs) Which is still a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah, then he really backpedalled, didn't he? Oh, thinking, oh my God, the one-show audience, I've just said, that's only six hundred quid, to the one-show audience. (laughs) Definitely. Watching this in their council house. Definitely. I'm still on the fence on Supermarket Sweep. What an awkward moment that was. That is... I mean, I mean that is the, actually pretty much the cardinal error that you can make on television, yeah. which is that Ryland. I, I like Ryland. I think he's actually a, a natural on TV. Nothing else about him is natural, <laughs> yeah. but I think he's. I think I imagine as well. He's great company. I think he's probably fun. I think he's funny. I think he's bright. I just think that if you lose that thing of going, I'm just like you. That's part of his shtick. And when you're going, it's only six hundred quid. Yeah, you're, you are going. You know, I mean, gee, that, I mean, that is a lot of potato waffles yeah. and bird's eye steak bakes. Exactly Isn't right. that more than you can win in supermarket suite? Quite <laughs> probably. Yeah. yeah, there was an error there for him. They also that did that little bit where they were giving the food out. So Ryan never tried avocados. So they gave him some of that, and yep. he said that tastes like floor. Floor. <laughs> Rather than asking, everyone sort of went, "What do you mean?" Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jamie Cullen's face was excellent during that bit. Jamie Cullen just leaned forward and stared at it. Well, uh, then they gave Ellie Taylor a bit of pear. Which she ate, and she just ate it, and sort of went, yeah. But 
Matt, I think by this point, so Jamie Cullum had leant forward mm. and he said, this is great television. <laughs> and Matt snapped in immediately and just went, we haven't got anything for you to try, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I know. But they hadn't had anything for him to do the whole, whole episode. Time, I know. All he has is one non-story about Elton John, which is like, yeah. Elton John asked me to play a song. Oh, tell us about that. Elton John asked me to play a song. Yeah, they, they had a photograph of him where they said, look at you there in the middle of the air in an action shot. And Jamie Cullen went, well, anyone can jump off a piano. And it was like, yeah. oh, this is taking a turn, yeah. isn't it? We did learn, though, that he had, um, again, something else I learned is that Jamie Cullen has Bart Simpson socks. Yeah. Uh, mm. Because he went, we're talking about dinner parties because of the whole setup of the I'll get this dinner party. Yep. Which, by the way, when they were talking about it, I was just thinking, is this like, come dine with me, but they don't have to cook it and they just eat ni- 600 quid's worth of food. <laughs> yeah. And then Ryland had to say, oh, it's a cheap night. Because yeah. some of them are a thousand. Oh, really? Oh, look at us in our house <laughs> eating steak bait. I mean, I mean, I would say I think BBC Two have put this on at the wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As we go into a No Deal Brexit, but Hammond said Australia was over. Time, <laughs> and we're looking at rats and yeah. swans and going, "Oh, that would make a tasty treat for yeah. my starving family." To watch Richard Madeley devouring <laughs> beef Wellington and then everyone laughing about the bill. I'm not sure this it's is great, great scheduling. But it was a, but At the Matt, license fair's expense. <laughs> yeah, quite. Well, Matt said um, when he heard about the show, he just went, oh, so he just went, this is a, this is a great concept. And I was thinking, no, it, it isn't at all. Because the ideal dinner party, right, you know, is a, is a dinner party game, isn't it? It's like, who would be your ideal dinner party guest? But no one in the history of ideal dinner parties has said Carol Vorderman, Anton de Beck, Rylan off Big brother and ellie taylor no one has said that people have always gone einstein hitler plato rylan off big brother and ellie taylor <laughs> that's the dream liner i think out of all of them rylan would be more entertaining yeah. than plato I think, most evil. I think he's worse than hitler yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hitler had a human face <laughs> say what you like about him well let's just stop that there and say what a cliffhanger so we've decided to bring you two two episodes of the the one show show a week we're still three behind the actual one show of course to give you two days to look forward to in your otherwise humdrum life subscribe listen rate review and when you wake up tomorrow we'll have stuffed part two in your device while you were sleeping join us then for more the the one show show what's the milk of our kid The good says that's in Milky Bar. The Milky Bars are on me. Milky Bar so creamy white. Nestle Milky Bar. 30% less sugar, but still 100% delicious. Why not? Sex on. Hmm, why not? Milky Bar Walsams. 30% less sugar, 100% delicious. Why not? GreatPigOwl.com Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 